Marquis, L.R., Georges Brock, French, 1882-1963. Violin and Sheet Music, Petty Wesso, Early 1913. Oil and Charcoal on Canvas. The Metropolitan Museum of Art, New York, Promised Gift from the Leonard A. Lauder Collection. Copyright 2022 Artists' Rights Society, ARS, New York, Adage, Paris, William Michael Harnett, American, 1848-1892. Still Life, Violin and Music, 1888. Oil on Canvas, 40x30 inches, 101.6x76.2 cm. The Metropolitan Museum of Art, New York, Catherine Lorillard Wolf Collection, Wolf Fund, 63.85. Exhibition Dates, October 20, 2022, January 22, 2023. Member Preview Date, October 18, 2022. Exhibition Location, The Met Fifth Avenue, Gallery 199. Works by Brock, Gris, and Picasso to be featured in Cubism and the Trompe-Loy tradition, paired with celebrated works from the 17th through 19th century. Opening at the Metropolitan Museum of Art on October 20, 2022, Cubism and the Trompe-Loy tradition will present an entirely new understanding of Cubism by connecting it to the strategies, motifs, and playful provocation of Trompe-Loy, Deceive the Eye, Illusionism. This transhistorical, major international loan exhibition will bring together more than 100 objects, the majority being by the three Cubists who conservatively addressed the practice of Trompe-Loy in the years 1909-1915, Georges Brock, Juan Gris, and Pablo Picasso. Their paintings and collages, and, in the case of Picasso, sculptures, will be paired with celebrated works by European and American artists from the 17th through the 19th century, from Samuel Van Hoogstraten and Cornelius Norbertus Gijsbrechts, to Louis-Leopold Blaye and William Harnett. Though these trompe-l'oeil painters were often disparaged for merely copying nature, they filled their pictures with ingenious tricks and sophisticated illusions, elevating the seemingly humble genre of still life. As the exhibition will reveal, the Cubists both parodied and paid homage to classic trompe-l'oeil devices, while inventing new ways of confounding the eye and the mind. Despite vast differences in overall appearance, both art forms interrogated the nature of representation, raising philosophical questions about the real and the fake, and the ephemeral and the enduring, that resonate powerfully today. The exhibition is made possible by the Barry A. and Dee Dee Wigmore Foundation. Additional support is provided by the Gale and Parker Gilbert Fund, the Eugene V. and Claire Ethaw Charitable Trust, an anonymous foundation, the Diane W. and James E. Burke Fund and the Janice H. Levin Fund. This major exhibition, more than seven years in the making, presents a stunning new look at Cubism, said Max Holland, Marina Kellen French director of the Met. Important examples of trompe-l'oeil paintings are paired with Cubist masterpieces, creating a revealing dialogue on the strategies of constructing it and deconstructing the picture plane and the paradoxes of visual illusion and deception. Cubism and the trompe-l'oeil tradition demonstrates that radical invention and rejection of the status quo may go hand-in-hand with the rediscovery of past artistic traditions. Exhibition Overview Cubism and the trompe-l'oeil tradition unfolds across ten thematic rooms, charting the dialogue between Cubism and the past and the three-way competition between Brock, Gris, and Picasso. Viewers will be deeply engaged with the visual conundrums embedded in the works of art. The exhibition includes an unprecedented ensemble of collages and papyrus collis, paper collage, by Brock, Gris, and Picasso, most of them rarely seen. Picasso's still life with chair caning, 1912 The first Cubist collage, 
is displayed in the United States for the first time in 30 years. Cubism and the Trompe tradition demonstrates that many aspects characteristic of Cubism in fact had precedence in historic Trompe painting, the emphatically flat picture surface piled with music scores, newspapers, and other printed matter, the eye-fooling mimicry of materials, and word and image puns that allude to the artist, patrons, and the art market. A common conceit of Trompe painting involved objects that tantalizingly appeared across the threshold between the pictorial and the viewer's space, beckoning touch, and the cubists delighted in similarly exploiting the allure of projecting table drawers, utensils, pipes, and playing cards. Depictions of the studio with paintbrushes, palettes, and easels served as erudite meta-representations of the tools of the trade of visual deception. Pictures within pictures and signatures embedded in letters, calling cards, and nameplates all formed part of a larger self-referential iconography, shared by earlier trompe-l'oeil artists and cubists alike. The faux-wood grain surfaces so typical of cubist painting in Papyrus Collis also have a long history in the letter racks, tabletops and board paintings of the trompe-l'oeil tradition, as does the playful motif of a nail casting a shadow. In their own deconstruction of Western illusionism, the cubists wittily enlisted trompe-l'oeil techniques, especially in their still lifes composed with real and simulated materials. After cutting and pasting actual papers in their pictures, they trumped their own invention with deceptive faux collage, subtly building up areas of paint in tangibly paper-thin relief. Real shadows, cast by lifting or pinned papers, were played off against lifelike shadows rendered in pencil and charcoal. Slights of the handmade and the machine-made added new levels of truth and falsehood. The exhibition opens with a prelude, Pliny the Elder's origin story, A.D. 77, of Trompe-l'oeil in the contest between Zeuxis and Perhasius, wherein Zeuxis painted a picture of grapes so realistically that birds swooped down to peck at them. Yet Zeuxis, was then himself deceived when he asked for the curtain in front of Perhasius' painting to be removed, for it was not real but illusory. Not by chance, curtains and, especially, grapes appear in cubist pictures in key moments of the movement's development. Well aware of the rhetoric and competitive practice of trompe-l'oeil, the cubists engaged in a contest of creative one-upmanship among themselves and with virtuosos from the past. The subsequent thematic rooms are, origin stories, things on a wall, trompe-l'oeil in the artisanal tradition, things on a table, shadow play, paragone, the competition between painting and sculpture, the world of wallpapers, the typography of trompe-l'oeil, papyrophilia, the love of papers, and the artist is present. The installation will include a selection of the actual trompe l'oeil wallpapers, displayed in rolls and albums, used by the cubists in their collages. Another section is devoted to the artisanal skills of mimicking wood and marble surfaces and relief moldings, a tradition in which Brock was trained. Moving back and forth across the centuries, the exhibition underscores the intersections between high art and popular culture in the trompe l'oeil game and its subversive agenda to overturn hierarchies of taste and status. This groundbreaking exhibition demonstrates the impact of the transformative gift of the Leonard A. Lauder Cubist collection to the Met in 2013, 14 works in the show come from that collection. The Met is grateful to the many lenders for their exceptional generosity, with special acknowledgement to the Musée National Picasso Paris and the Musée National d'Art Moderne, Centre Georges Pompidou, Paris. Other lenders include, Musée des Arts Décoratifs, Paris, Musée National de Ceramique, Sèvres. Musée du Papier Paint, Rixheim, France, Kunstmuseum Bern, Museo Nacional del Prado, Madrid, Tate, London, Stadtliche Kunstsammlung in Dresden, Stadtliche Kunsthalle Karlsruhe, 
The Museum of Modern Art New York, National Gallery of Art, Washington, D.C., Art Institute of Chicago, Yale University Art Gallery, Philadelphia Museum of Art. This exhibition is a participant in the International Celebration Picasso 1973-2023, which marks the 50th anniversary of the artist's death. Cubism and the Trompe tradition is co-curated by Emily Braun and Elizabeth Cowling. Dr. Braun is Distinguished Professor at Hunter College and the Graduate Center, CUNY, and the curator of the Leonard A. Lauder Collection. In 2015, she organized Alberto Burri, The Trauma of Painting for the Solomon of Our Guggenheim Museum. Dr. Cowling is Professor Emerita at the University of Edinburgh and most recently curated Picasso Portraits, National Portrait Gallery, London, and Museo Picasso, Barcelona, 2016-17. The exhibition was organized with assistance from Sean O'Hanlon, Research Associate in the Department of Modern and Contemporary Art at the Met. The exhibition will be accompanied by a fully illustrated catalog published by the Met and distributed by Yale University Press. The first volume ever on the subject of Cubism and Trompe painting, it presents major research and new interpretation and groundbreaking essays by exhibition curators Braun and Cowling, French scholar Claire Le Thomas and paper conservator at the Met, Rachel Mastalish. The publication will be available for purchase from the Met store. The catalog is made possible by the Mellon Foundation. The exhibition is featured on the museum's website, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter using the hashtag hashtag MetCubism.